Here's an idea. What if every movie took place in the same universe? Mm-hmm. I'm Eric Scott. What up? It's your boy, Rich Mike. Yo, it's Armand. Was it the best movie I've ever seen? Yeah, probably. Thank you, baby. And this is Across the Movieverse. Yeah. What's up, yeah. boner what boys? White <laughs> oh, Man, I'm so jealous. All three of you guys get to be in the same room. Can you hear us okay, man? We made this. We could hear him pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. How's our, our vocals? Because we're not using headphones or anything. I think. I mean, it'll be fine. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't can, know. I don't know another option. We just want to see if this is fine. If not, then we'll try to plug some headphones in. I think that'll be fine because with the headphones, you might have to be too like crammed up to the uh, to the screen right. and stuff. Cool. So yeah, this is cool. I just got some new headphones, uh, so I'm digging them. Nice. What's uh What's cooking? Good to see you, man. I wish I was there. Wish we quit the pod and just hang out. Yeah. Right. We still do that. There's still, time, there's still time to quit. Just come home. I got a lot. I got a lot riding on this podcast. So. Yeah. I should. I should move back. I should quit. Um. But man, what a what a week. Uh what a movie. Flatliners. <laughs> Unbelievable that we I we haven't watched this yet. I'm not gonna lie. Uh I, I started watching the the wrong movie. Uh yeah. so I watched newer Flatliners. And you know, it was pretty good, but it wasn't as intriguing as this one was, like right off the bat. And I was like, okay, it's kind of very similar, but <laughs> Yeah, I want this old one. That new one I bet was rated PG thirteen. I don't know for sure, Probably. but that makes it weaker. We were talking about it on the way here. I would have. Did you? How deep did you get into Flatliners remake? So I basically got to the point where um, the first person, which is Elliot Page, um, thank most you. People, yeah, um, she goes under and then comes back to life. But I haven't seen anything after that, so I had no idea where this was going to go right but did you know uh do you know the procedure that elliot page is having um no is she getting her uh ball stapled to her ass <laughs> <laughs> no it's called a i mean the clinical term is called an a, an adedictomy <laughs> <laughs> yeah baby <laughs> yeah, all day to come up with that <laughs> it's like, I've, I've been just slamming my head against the wall <laughs> you know what you call a lesbian dinosaur what? A lick a lot of puss. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're getting better. This should be the pod. <laughs> this is not the pod. No, I mean it's, it's pretty much the pod. I did uh yeah, I wanna like maybe next week or something, I want you'll fill us in on um on what happens in Flatliners, uh the squeakle. <laughs> Flatliners two, the squeakle. Yeah. Uh real quick, I want to run by uh, something by you i was watching uh i watched the italian job this week mm -hmm. uh does not hold up in my opinion uh the not a, the remake the remake or either one really because you're gonna tell me that there was an italian job and no one got sued for sexual harassment <laughs> okay <laughs> thank you <laughs> that's i'm gonna go on stage and say that us three being together is like the Twice audience, the yeah. biggest audience you've had all pandemic. I know. Feels like I'm on a weird Zoom interview now. <laughs> instead of take your all, pants. Instead of all that's what that's what interviews are like these days. <laughs> what you want the job, don't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you start masturbating. 
but man, let me see. Let me, you guys uh, watch anything cool before we dive into Flatliners? Do anything fun this week? Flatliners was the coolest thing I've seen in months. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't, besides Mortal Kombat the other week, I haven't really watched anything. Shrek, I watched a lot of Shrek because mm. threw a Shrek party last, this past Friday. Yeah, you got to brush up in case anyone asks you questions. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I watched, I watched an, oh, go ahead. The fin- finales of Invincible and Falcon mm-hmm. and Winter Soldier, and they were fucking. Very good. I watched, uh, I watched the new um, Tom Clancy movie with uh, or Michael B. Jordan on Amazon Prime. Was it good? It was really good. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. More, <laughs> yeah, and Eric B. Horny. That guy is hunk. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a hunk. This is <laughs> I, Dude, I, I'm ashamed. Well, I, I wrote that down in my phone. <laughs> That's like a, <laughs> Eric B. Horny. <laughs> God, it about just him being shirtless, probably in Liam Neeson. Yeah, uh, he. I mean, it's almost like the Punisher, kind of like less like rote, but yeah, he his family gets fucked on by these like Russian agents because he was in the wrong place at the wrong time and uh, Russian he, agents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, he's in, are Asians, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm part Asian, so. Everything I've said. So um, stop stop the Asian hate anytime you make fun of me. <laughs> You're racist. Um I dude, I've been working like a damn dog at the moving company. Um lifting stuff up, putting it down somewhere else. It's kind of my thing. Like Michael B. Jordan now. No, he's yeah. gonna be I think. Oh. Any, any dates from the moving uh moving jobs? No, but any jobs from any of those moving jobs? No, but uh, sometimes I'll tell it to women on dates, and then it comes up later. Like a girl asked me to pick her up during sex, and I said, "You know, I like to keep work at work. I don't want to, don't like to bring my work home with me." <laughs> She's like, "But come on, you're a mover. Treat me like a job." And I'm like, "Okay." So me and three of my buddies threw her in the back of a truck. <laughs> Hello, kids back. <laughs> Thank you. Man, uh, no dates out of that. Making a little cash, though. Spending it all on camera equipment that I'm not using. (laughs) How's the new camera, dude? It's cool, man. I like it. I want to start shooting some stuff. I've written a few uh, short films that I want to make. Just to like anything in your apartment, just to see what it looks like. I'm guessing. I mean, I've looked through the viewfinder. I haven't really shot much because I have to format all this like different SD cards and uh, get proper stuff to shoot at the high, like high bit rate or whatever. But yeah, man. Um, I was trying to think. I thought there was something else I was gonna tell you, but I don't. It'll it'll come on me at some point. Uh, let's. Uh, what do you guys think? Dive into flatliners. Let's do it. I'm in. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, I'd never seen this one. It's one that I'd heard about mainly from the movie Pop Star, the Lonely Island like Justin Bieber parody movie, because mm-hmm. Bill Hader's character. He's like a roadie. He goes, yeah, I've been getting really into flatlining, you know, from that movie Flatliners. <laughs> and, and they like jumpstart his heart and he pops back up. Goes, I, think, I think I shit my pants again. Um, the idea of someone doing that in a casual way is pretty great. That's what the, pretty much this fucking movie is about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, hence that like... You guys were cre- are creaming for this movie. I thought it could have been uh, way better. Uh, uh, I like, yeah, I mean, 
They didn't even kill anyone off. What the yeah, fuck? I thought, I, oh, go ahead, Armand. Well, I kind of mm-hmm. knew the ending because of the squeakle. <laughs> yeah. But I, th- I think if it was worse, it wouldn't have, like, if it was better, it might not have been as good, you know? Like, it, it could have been better. That's that's the way it is. Uh, uh, one thing that I loved is that they kept to, like, I mean, these are doctors, so these are nerds, you know? So, like, I don't think that's, <laughs> that's the most Southside uh, thing you've ever said. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, like, that's, it's just paramedics, shows. firefighters, <laughs> they're the real heroes. Mm-hmm. EMTs. These nerds, you know, came and beat up little little boys, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, we'll come back to it because I don't want to blow our load too early, but there's a scene in there that might be my favorite thing we've ever watched in a movie uh, with Kevin Bacon on the train. And <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, we were riffing on that. I went to IMDb and copied and pasted that and texted it to myself. Yeah. <laughs> I was regretting that in eighth grade for a drama class, we had to do monologues. I think I mentioned this on the pod. I did a Independence Day speech. What? You've I, never mentioned this. You never told this to me. I would definitely know that. I did the Independence Day speech that the president did. And Do you remember any of it? Uh, this isn't theater. No, I don't. I Come thought, on. But, I thought you did Randy Quaid's speech when he's driving. Yeah, yeah. In you the know? words of my generation, up yours. <laughs> They're like, Sam, that was uh, eight words. Uh, it's supposed to be four minutes. But no, I wish I had done the monologue of the girl on the train. <laughs> that was a girl. I had a little bow wow. I mean, they dubbed her. They dubbed her her little girl voice with a forty or with like an eighty year old chain smoker's voice. Hey, yo, Felicio. <laughs> Dude, I mean, we'll we'll come back to it because it's too much to, to dive into right now. Because uh, I think we could devote a whole a whole podcast just to that. But uh, I guess the premise of Flatliners. I mean, this movie had me sucked in within the first two minutes of uh, Kiefer Sutherland walking and he just looks out and he goes today's a good day to die so great i'm like okay you got me and it all comes back he's great bacon's great roberts is great the other guys are great roberts is like i i feel like every julia roberts movie i've seen i'm always like all right yeah she's definitely like the most beautiful girl i've ever seen in my life yeah she's good well sam uh was saying that People were talking about in Ocean's Eleven. There's a scene where Julia Roberts is coming oh, down the elevator, and she go, she's not. They were saying like she's not even the hottest person in that hotel. Whoa, man! She said that like Ocean's Eleven people said that, or Sam said that. No, that was a come town bit. I was. Oh, like, gotcha. Yeah, no, I mean, in this movie, she looked amazing. You know how, like, they'll lower the door frames and stuff to make Tom Cruise look uh, taller? Mm-hmm. They also do that for Julia Roberts' hair to uh, to make it look, like, bigger. <laughs> and, I mean, you, her I love hair... saying that. I love that big old curly red hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, her hair, her eyes had to have looked like, you know, have you ever seen the movie The Shaggy Dog when they go to the dog's POV and it's just like hair in its eyes? Like that's, she couldn't have been able to be a good doctor with all that hair in her mug. I didn't even think about, there's a, I thought it was so unnecessary where she's like drying out and combing her hair. I didn't even, I, I was like, this is sensual. I'm, I'm aroused, but what's the point mm-hmm. of having a movie? 
Yeah. Now, yeah. Well, for for your arousal. To show off that hair, baby. That's why I was rated R. Yeah. There. Yeah. Isn't the the that one boob we saw? There's yeah. A, yeah. It's like an artsy boob. Yeah. What some of my favorite types? Artsy boob. What's your top five boobs? Hmm. Like that that I've seen in person or that I've seen. <laughs> Types. Just types. types types of boobs yeah uh you got the cone shaped <laughs> no <laughs> what artistic boob you said was in one of your favorites oh artisanal boobs of course uh, three already yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like an artisanal boob and he likes three boobs i like sometimes when the when the uh nipple is like the, almost like one shade on the color wheel uh like darker than the rest of the boobs so it almost blends in like an irish tit have you ever seen an irish tit never i have a milky a milky irish tit uh those things are uh, there's something else tan lines on a boob that's cool yeah and not to be a uh, gender conforming we do see a gray ho- a gray corpse hog in this film yeah. at least the chef at least the chef mm-hmm. Samuel L. jackson did not redo his character <laughs> yeah corpse uh corpse hog was a uh movie <laughs> I, a movie i pitched to pixar <laughs> didn't get didn't get picked up corpse hog. it comes alive you know it's at a moment it's like comes it's, up. you ever see the movie um is it called idle hands or what's the movie where idle hands yeah where the hand uh, yeah it chopped off and it comes alive yeah, yeah. idle hog that well, Adam's family, but yeah, I don't hands. It's a, with the guy from uh, Final Destination. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Isn't Seth Green in that one too? I think so. Yeah, yeah, he was in a lot of those movies in the nineties. Now I like that uh, Billy Baldwin is listed as William Baldwin when he was trying to be a professional back then, and his whole thing is that he wears a wife beater to med school and films women while banging them, and just has a closet full of tapes. Man, uh, character's very confusing. I thought he was gonna be your favorite character in this. Yeah. No, big, uh, big creep. Um, I mean, game respects game, of course. But... <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. How funny would it be when he sees like the ghost for the first time? That's like hitting on him the way he would hit on girls. <laughs> if he like just was like into it, and she's like, "No, I'm a ghost. You're supposed to." <laughs> It's, it's like Ebenezer Scrooge yeah. not learning his lesson. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> getting, he's just getting all horned up by those girls <laughs> in the hallway, and they're just—he's like, "Come on!" He's just banging every girl. Yeah, the more the merrier. <laughs> yeah, get in here. There. Uh, so I get a quick idea of the premise is there's these like four doctors, and they're all no five, a crew of five, and they're all uh, meds in this weird Chicago med school that's like in a church that's also a museum. Yeah. Like, where are they studying? Chicago. What? I don't know. That's the coolest school I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, there's like... Maybe they want to do better in school. <laughs> yeah, to get the secret medical, like, haunted house. Right. It looked like it was in, like, uh, like the Sistine Chapels. Yeah. Six- Examining dead bodies next to, like, old old artifacts, old museum artifacts. Mm-hmm. And they had people like restoring the artifacts. Also, they all had like the nicest apartments I've ever seen. Also, Kevin Bacon apparently doesn't have stairs. <laughs> yeah, he has to he has to rope <laughs> in and out of his apartment. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland's apartment is 
a fucking is Bruce Wayne's yeah, apartment, and yeah. it yeah, just is insane. It looks so weird. He has like lights underneath his bench as he walks, and he lives alone. What is he doing? How does he afford that? How old is he? Yeah, he's forty eight and twenty four at the same time. He's in twenty four, and <laughs> yeah, Kevin Bacon repel. He gets. We open and we see a little like a little vignette of all the people like most movies do to get a feel for him. Uh, Kiefer's the the leader of the crew. It's a good day to die. Kevin Bacon is like they're all late med school, like about to be doctors. There's a woman who's like about to die. And Kevin Bacon, who does not have the authority to cut her open, just says, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to save her life. And he does. He's like the best. He's like the most gifted surgeon alive that even him doing CPR, which is this like very rhythmic formulaic, they teach it to kids movement. He does it better than other people, I guess. You're just pissed when you were a kid. I don't know if they're teaching you it. Yeah. Wait, what? You said they teach CPR to kids. I think someone was just kissing you. Oh, well, that's one part at the, uh, he starts kissing on Julia Roberts and that's what gets her back. Yeah. Uh, mm. Which like, that can't be more, like life than the, than the than the squeezer Snow White movie basically yeah a little bit ooh <laughs> I'm an EMT and they're like he's been dead I'll be like has anyone tried kissing him <laughs> mm. <laughs> they're like what it's like I don't know I don't know I'm a doctor seen I mean yeah <laughs> I'm a real good doctor. It's like Bacon goes has like a at the end. Bacon has like a minute long monologue, and then is so upset with what he with God that he decides to try again, and then ends up spoiler alert bringing Keeper back after being dead for like ten minutes. Oh yeah, by the way, twelve minutes. How is he not? How is he not brain damaged? Well, they bring. I mean, they uh, say that because they cool the body down with that weird cold blanket that yeah. lowers their body temperature in seconds uh, that yeah. oh. and that's what keeps your brain all uh not from turning weird yeah. warm is what did it yeah and so we show uh billy baldwin is he's a perv he's filming himself getting laid uh but they're all kind of obsessed with death so they have this plan to essentially flatline their hearts they're gonna f- make their body real cold and they want to I don't even know. They're not obsessed with death. Only Kiefer thinks that by, I guess Julia Roberts is in her her vignette is interviewing patients about what death is because she feels guilty, but everyone else is very reluctant to help Kiefer with his scheme of bringing him back to life after killing himself. Yeah. And they, and he wants to do it to become famous. Like that's his whole thing to be on 60 minutes. And like, after he does it, he doesn't even try to become famous. And they're all like... Yeah, they just keep going to do it. So they show it to... They show us what happens, like, in weird cuts of what happens when he dies, like, in the afterlife. And then every time they come back and they say, I can't describe it. It's impossible. It feels good. It feels erotic. Mm-hmm. can't describe it. You guys, there's only one way to do it. You've got to try it. And they're all just on board. Yeah. And the, the they are, I'm I was laughing at the Bill Hader thing. I haven't even seen it, and I bet it's funny. It's, it's good. Well, and then they're all they're all competing. How long? That's how they decide who gets to go next. Is they say like who's going to go under longer? Who's going to be dead for longer? And then they all what were the 
issues come up, they all bring back something like a past trauma. Normally it's something that they've done that they feel like they've wronged someone. And I'm like, if dying and coming back is just reliving the things that you don't like that happen in your life. I think I've been dead for years because <laughs> I, I'm constantly just reminded of any horrible thing I've ever done to anyone. And uh, they're either get like Kiefer Southern's character, like apparently him and some other his cronies like killed a kid growing up through rocks at him yeah what's up on accident on accident so then uh kevin bacon made fun of a little girl in school uh billy baldwin films women having sex uh the other guy the um oliver uh, platt oliver platt he doesn't go under he's the nerd he wears a bow tie he's the aforementioned nerd armand was talking about Yes. And, I bet uh, under because he has some really dark stuff. That yeah. He's, yeah. Oh yeah. I think I think he secretly secretly wanted to jerk it right before he went out. You know, and he's like, oh, I can't do that, so I can't go. Yeah. <laughs> Throw off your body temperature. And uh, I guess it's yeah. So they're all bringing this back. I guess it's time to uh, talk about the the little girl on the train. Um, Kevin Bacon. His whole guilty thing is that. Him and his friends just tortured this little girl growing up, really made fun of her. And then she comes back and is just going in on him, really like letting him have it, which is like if that's if she was capable of that, how did they get anything on her? Right. Right. You know what I mean? She was the bully. And just for just for reference, I want to uh, I got I want to play it real quick because it's uh, mentioned it earlier. You said, hey, fellatio. And I thought, OK, here's a Shakespeare thing. But then I realized he was talking about dick sucking that. What what fellatio Shakespeare did you? Yeah, that's a Shakespeare character. I'm sure of it. It sounds like Eric CPR classes. My Horatio. All right, you got you guys seeing this? No. Where are we at here? What about now? Got it. Yeah, I got it. We're gonna get demonetized. Yes. Turn it up, baby. We're supposed to hear something. I don't know if we can hear it. Can you not hear it? No. Oh, okay. Let me let me fix it. Stop share. Want to do share screen shooting? Oh, this. Okay, here we go. You got it. <laughs> well, I do. Your face to my ass. <laughs> Your breath fed a buffalo fart. Do I know you? You don't know yeah, jack yeah. shit. Burt white, needle dick, cock bite, jug off, limp wrist, coral hole, banana <laughs> breath, chip burp, burn, turn, turn face, kiss ass, brown nose, macho whip, limp dick, fart face, turn merchant. What's the matter gonna cry? Come and cry, baby daddy. Cry, cry, cry. <laughs> Shit, face, rat, turn, ass, lick, and Take a breath. That's just riding the train in Chicago, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. 
It happened to me all the time. He was that he was just on the train. They weren't even filming. They at they rewrote that part after his morning commute. He goes, guys, I got a crazy idea. Uh, <laughs> ass face, you you got a match? Well, I do. You're what was facing my ass. Hey, Valencia. It was like the very first day after that. She so called funny. Buffalo breath. No, no, no. Oh, it was like Buffalo. Fart. Like, Buffalo farts. No, it wasn't even name calling. It was like setting it off. Like she asked him a question or said like, yeah. you got a match? You got a match. Because well, I, I do. Bird turd. Fart, fart face. Limp dick. Macho. Right. <laughs> macho. That's, wimp. It. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> my ass in your face. Or something like yeah. that. Your face in my ass. I mean, your face in my ass. Dude. Wait, so what does that funny. mean? <laughs> She's I gonna have no idea. So quickly against her ass that it <laughs> starts his little head. His Kevin Bacon head starts on fire. I want to want to see all the outtakes of that, or like how many times I mean, just watch Kevin Bacon like slowly crumble under the weight of this little black girl roasting him. You think you think Joe Dirt <laughs> tried quoting her in his movie, but like failed miserably? That's exactly what I thought of. <laughs> what if she was like Kevin Bacon looking at ass? <laughs> <laughs> I am Kevin Bacon. What are you yelling at me for? Bitches. can't dance in town. Loose red-headed son of a bitch. Looking like Julia Roberts <laughs> in a mirror. Man. I'm becoming a ghost. Man. Can't think he, of any Kevin right? Bacon movies. He was only in. What was that movie where he, he dies and becomes a ghost or like turns himself invisible? Hollow Man. Is it Hollow two Man? different things. He becomes invisible or something. Hollow man looking ass. Hollow ass looking man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that part. Uh, man is mean. It, that part really stuck out to me. Uh, <laughs> but it just, yeah, I'm like, that could just be any uh, black teenager on the train in Chicago. Just letting you have it. And all the, and all the people are laughing, having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> stop. Stop. Stop laughing at me. Instead of like a very crazy person on the train or somebody who's being really aggressive, it's like the Ooh. idea of everyone just like laughing and chuckling at it is so funny. Yeah, they uh they didn't even give her a script. They're like, hey, just like say what you feel. And she's like, I got this. Uh you're facing my ass. Holding it up in for so long. Needle dick and limp dick were revolutionary. Those are terms that hadn't been heard in 30 years and then just became popular again. Mm-hmm. It was I, like, where did she hear these words from? You know, like, who taught her this? I think she made them up. I think she did it off top. Wow. See, I loved uh, Macho Wimp. That was my favorite one because it really described like that, like cut deep. Like you're you're kind of a hunk, but you're a puss. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I actually, I wrote my one of my dissertations in college on a scene in cinema studies classes. Kevin Kevin Bacon doesn't really do it for me. Uh yeah, he's got a weird head. Like his I feel like my hair is gonna look like that one day. Like thinning but still long. The snake yeah. that I'd be friends with. Yeah. Well the eighties and nineties, like he was he was hot as hell in the eighties and nineties, I think. Footloose, this movie, whatever else he's in. And he has even in Footloose, I'm like diner, is this ugly old freak dancing around. He ain't no Travolta, that's for sure. No, yeah, for sure. Get Travolta and Bacon in the same movie, and that's that's a sandwich I'm trying to eat. Yeah. He uh, he's in Crazy Stupid Love. He's pretty good in that. But he's not a hunk. He's a like right. 
yeah. like him. I mean, there's a good uh, dish commercial where they're advertising like the dish hopper or whatever, and this guy's like. Uh, my wife says that uh, if I keep watching Kevin Bacon movies, I'll uh, turn into Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Fingers crossed. And by the end of it, it is Kevin Bacon playing him. Like he's transitioned into Bacon. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's that's the surgery I'm trying to get. Yeah. <clears throat> Just turn seven seven surgeries. Turn me into Bacon, baby. You think, you think seven you, degrees of Bacon. You think you would do a face uh-huh. too, like you become him and he becomes you? Yeah. I think. How long do you think until face-off technology is uh, readily available? <laughs> readily available. Well, which part of the technology? Just the face. You I walk, think that exists. You walk in and it's five bucks. You know. Yeah, get a new face. Slap a new face on. It was all the other stuff. It was like <laughs> changing your bones and your hands and like your mm-hmm. your dick, your body. Yeah. Um, Travolta wishes he had Nick Cage's body hair. He would actually pay for that surgery. I was uh, I was very impressed by the diversity of uh, Billy Baldwin's um, sexcapades. Yeah, I mean he really got. I mean it looks like a you know a Macy's ad from 2021. There's every represent everybody's represented. Probably a dude slipped in there at one point. That's what I was gonna say. I I, I was I was waiting for that. You know, it's probably in the in the new one i bet if they had gone to that halloween party instead of doing their nerd science he would have met met someone <laughs> Seemed like a freaky place why were there nerd why were there like a million people burning this place down no they're just halloween. having they're having a bonfire chicago baby it's it's a that was chicago yeah, in the right. in the 80s it was sick yeah which yeah. i was there they were just grinding around a fire in front of a museum yeah. slash school slash morgue yeah, we're doctors, but not on Halloween, baby. <laughs> Here it's about death. We're gonna cut you open. Show me your hog. <laughs> oh, that was that was Billy Baldwin's uh big pickup line to Julia Roberts. He lifts up and shows a, a dead gray corpse hog and goes like, So is this doing anything for you? <laughs> what is like usually I'm sorry, that usually works. It's yeah. like no, I've got what I'm saying is I also have one of these, so this is cool. I mean, got access. Some uh, of those lines at the uh, the uh, sexcapades of Baldwin's past. Some mm-hmm. of those starting lines. So they're lines that Baldwin said to those women, and some of them are just absolutely outrageous. Outrageous, as in like really cool. <laughs> yeah, like I yeah, like I respect like, you. Like no wonder it worked. You know, yeah, of course yeah. I respect you. You're courageous. I'm not. He's like, I'm not picking you up. I'm Powerful. picking you out. Oh, that that one was pretty good. Yeah. And all the like, I'm, I'm in love with you, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, just with everyone. I don't know why women uh, would ever fall for that. <laughs> Wait, what? I love you. Yeah, real sick shit. <laughs> <laughs> one time I was watching a a porn and the the dude said i love you in the porn i was like oh my god you gotta warn me before you get this <laughs> sick shit in front of my eyes throw your computer out the window you're like shaking i'm like i, I quit porn after that honestly dude i didn't even see it you just told me it and i'm like kind of freaked out just hearing that yeah i mean he, he <laughs> like 
He like stops. Right now. He stopped like spitting in her asshole and told her he loved her. And I'm like, this, this is too much for me. No chance. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of spitting, the the person that comes back to torture Kiefer is this little boy that he helped helped yeah. murder, and he's bullying yeah. him. He's bullying him middle school style, and uh, at one point, this little kid spits in Kiefer Sutherland's mouth. I was I was hoping that in the sequel, uh, Armand, maybe you can tell us in the remake, if for that scene they did the benchwarmers beef stew thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was eating like a bagel with cream, with cream cheese during that scene, and then it just looked like the Hawks Loogie, and it was disgusting. I had to put it down. You first saw Billy Mahoney, Billy Mahoney's strong ass, like hawking up a loogie, and then instead of like shutting his mouth, he was just yelling, <laughs> like directly up towards Billy Mahoney's loogie incoming. <laughs> like shut your mouth, dude. Do you think that was written by the screenwriter, or somebody's like, okay, listen, I got a, I got a crazy idea. What if the kid spit in my mouth? <laughs> Could he do that? You first said this. <laughs> yeah. And Jack like, always gets the job done. <laughs> do you think, do you, how do they how do they create that Dog. visual effect? Do they put <laughs> Billy's spit in a, like a turkey baster and drop it in Kiefer's mouth from above? Yeah, because I mean, I don't know what child labor laws were in the '80s, but I know now it's oh, you got to jump through a lot of hoops if you're gonna have a kid spit in your mouth on set. <laughs> you got to pay for a tutor. You got to like, <laughs> got to make sure they're uh, they're home. Uh, by 8 p.m. Hours, you know. I think they uh they actually used grown man semen in place of little kid spit. It was Kevin Bacon semen. It's it photo <laughs> Yeah, the closest well, thing we got. <laughs> well, yeah, because it was film. Spitting something. Back then, back then they didn't have the digital effects like we do today. Audience will be able to tell. This movie was nominated for an Oscar for digital effects. No sound editing. Never mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> For best little kid spit in mouth. Um, MTV so award. I have this thing. I said this <laughs> when we were watching it. I might have mentioned this before. I'm convinced that movies, bad movies, have gotten worse. Like, yes, this was a so-so. It, from what I've seen online, this was like a so-so movie when it came out, right? But I feel like if this came out today, like the act, not a remake, this actual movie. Like, let's say it was in a vault, and they're like. Oh, we just found this. It's unreleased. We're gonna release it. People would love this movie, and it would be like not best movie ever, but it wouldn't. It would be. It would be good. People would like it. Right. What do you think that what's causing that is? I so I was saying this. Uh, I was thinking this last night. Like my th- the only theory I could come up with is that at a certain point, movie studios realize like, hey, unless the movie's like really good and we're going all in we might as well not try like we'll just make a bad movie knowingly and not give a shit when it comes to like cinematography getting good actors like trying to make it look nice and feel cool and like you know what i mean dude i think i think you're i i think this movie would be a a, the only reason why this movie i feel like was successful was because it came out back then yeah i was gonna say if if we we had huge actors and actors nowadays pick their projects or promote their projects way differently than they did back in the day. They didn't have the internet. 
Well, so another okay, different example. You're watching like even Leprechaun or something, dumbass movie, but there's scenes where you're like, oh, they tried. Like it wasn't like yeah, it wasn't just some garbage that like people made like knowing like haha, it's we know it's dumb. Like we'll just make this thing and people idiots will watch it. Right. But I feel. I feel like most people who are making something are like really passionate about it. It's just like they're not at the skill level of certain people and they don't have the budget maybe to make an awesome movie. And it's hard. I think, yeah, I think it's really hard. Also, and Armand, this is kind of a technical thing. Maybe you can weigh in on this, that like the range of digital film is so different or of digital uh, technology is so different, but film, like while lenses and cameras are different, the technology is still the same. So like, there's like a different baseline or like, like I know what you mean. Ooh, all movies like, yeah. the same kind of back then. A little bit because it was all shot on the same material. But they had to try hard. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'm back on your side. If yeah. they the time with. It makes it feel like they put an effort into it. That's what yeah, I'm saying. That's yeah. my only point is I feel right. like there was a time yeah. when there were movies that were like, okay, this is kind of dumb. But like, if you were watching now, you're like, oh, wow. Like they actually like could, were thinking about stuff like making it look visually interesting or. Yeah. I also think people like now um, they try to rely too heavily on some special effects. Like, and if they don't have the money to make it look good, it looks really bad because we've seen like the best now. Like, like That's the great. like the Avengers is like amazing special effects. You, it's like you can't tell that these fake creatures aren't aren't real. But then they try to do it like replicas or whatever, where it's like these robot people. You know, or you know what I mean? Like some of those movies, yeah. where it takes you out of it a little bit. But replicas was awesome because uh, that was a good that was a good bad movie. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, I totally get it. And also maybe just the volume of movies because it is easier to make them now with digital in the sense of like, you don't have to buy film that there's just more movies made. So we're not seeing the good, bad or like, you're, I don't know. you're only seeing the good, bad movies from the eighties and nineties instead of like, the, that's a good point too. Every other movie that comes out on Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the funny thing is I, I'm, I'm curious, like, cause obviously there's some like, really good action movies where like the story is good but i'm curious if like 20 years from now people are going to look at some of the action movies that are like strictly special effects like you're not in this first amazing story and mm-hmm. you're just looking to watch an action if they're going to be like dude these movies are fucking stupid yeah probably it's gonna you know evolve well it's like just look at like video games that used to be at one point where like this is crazy and now we're like this looks like garbage yeah Right. Dude, yeah, like I played the God of War game and was like fucking blown away because it looks real. Yeah. You know, they spent on like Red Dead Redemption 2, they spent like hundreds of hours just designing the horse's balls. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, be true. That is that they had to make sure that it had like realistic wrinkles and that they like rose and fell at the same and like, like, like he's riding. Yeah. Doing that with your hand. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the heft of a of a horse's testicles i like to think that those hundreds of hours were all just one intern that's all he worked on <laughs> and he was like obsessed with it measuring that and like feeling that he but went to yeah, like like, mm-hmm. uh, like three farms a week just, yeah just sketching horse balls mm-hmm. and was, they didn't even senior, ask him he was like you know grad, grad school thesis project or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. So recently killed himself and they released a game yeah <laughs>
yeah, someone had to have been. They're like, why? The horse is barely in it. It's like they're gonna know. They're gonna. <laughs> like the demographics. Most of these people have never even ridden a horse. They'll know. Oh. I wish Steven Spielberg was that uh like hardcore and war horse too, where like they spend all the money they they finish the balls and that's their whole budget. So the horse is is trash, but the balls are immaculate. <laughs> it's like wow, you, it, it's mostly just it's mostly just balls. They could do like that 2017 movie where it's like one continuous shot of the balls for two hours. <laughs> hey, what 2017 movie? What balls movie have you been seen? <laughs> no, or ni- 1917 or 1918. Yeah. <laughs> just, just one shot. <laughs> Big difference. Sorry. Right. 100 years, 100 years. We could, uh, we could insert just a set of nuts in front of the screen on 1917. Swing it. Are they? And occasionally they'll like bounce off the camera lens. Like, hit the thing. <laughs> real, real POV. Like the cut, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, shoots, he shoots the whole movie. And he's, he's, he watches it back in the camera that is nuts out the whole time. What are we? What are we talking like, about? Come on, we gotta redo this whole thing. Why are your nuts out? That's like a. I wrote a. I wrote a scene in something I was doing. Uh, where these kids, where, the, where these kids in high school were, uh, were <laughs> they were the yearbook editors, and they were adding uh, exposed penises on teachers they didn't like in like group photos to where you <laughs> might where you might not see it, and they call it the teen they call it Teen Wolfing somebody, <laughs> like like in uh, in the movie Teen Wolf, there's a dude with his uh, his junk out, an extra pulled his dick and balls out, and they didn't realize it till it was mass yeah, produced, yeah, like a pg like no it it is it was like in the background and no they didn't realize it so they left it in you can clearly see this is a true story yeah Mm -hmm. teen balls teen wolf in it wait 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 it wasn't wait wait it was in the movie it's a plot of the movie it's not a part of the movie one of the it's one of the extras he was just it's just a goof that's funny yeah good for him that's movie magic that's, that's what that's what they mean. Although I will say, I I tried that stuff on the subway. And it's- <laughs> tried it at a subway. <laughs> and, you know, I, I got a foot long for you. <laughs> that's what actually what uh the it, there's the history the history of uh exposed genitalia, unintentional exposed genitalia in cinema is deep. Uh, we're watching the video. Where is it? That some say that Rosebud in Citizen Kane is actually just talking about one of the extras nards. I think he explains it right now. Who the guy who pulled his dick and balls out is explaining. Yeah. So this is what I in the director's cut. That's funny. The erector's cut. That's so funny. That guy's dick and balls are famous. What a legend. Yeah. We salute you. <laughs> Yeah. yeah now it's all like oh someone left a starbucks cup in game of thrones yeah well guys used to pull their dicks out back when men were men <laughs> i'm trying to like that starbucks cup in game of thrones thing because the ending was so dumb that by adding that it was like a nice touch of like okay well at least like they they kind of didn't give a shit <laughs> like at least they weren't trying that hard yeah man uh 
tomorrow, I, I know I've told you guys this, but uh, tomorrow's the big day where I'm doing that trainer prank where I'm pretending to be a trainer for those like, uh, oh man, women's <clears throat> workout class. But I was under the impression that it was like someone's mother in law and they were going to be like 60 to 75 year old ladies. I guess it's a bunch of like 35 year old, like hot Jewish rich ladies. So all the oh, like, they're going to yell at you. Oh, they're going to have sex with you. And they're going to say, you're too skinny. Eat some food. <laughs> He's 35 year old. Are, are you not eating? Yeah. They're just going to pull spaghetti out of their purse, you know, but I, <laughs> but <laughs> the old Jewish tradition of spaghetti in the purse. I think you're confused. <laughs> we're doing an Italian accent. No, no, he wasn't. Now, uh, I borrowed a shirt from my uh from my roommate to wear i'm gonna wear like this probably this sweatshirt what congrats on the new shirt i'm gonna i'm gonna wear this but i got a shirt i'm gonna show you real quick that i'm gonna wear under it and then at some point i'll be like oh it's getting warm i'm gonna pop this off wait so what's this prank i'm not following so the prank these people hired me they hit me up randomly um and i guess they saw me at a show before pandemic and then they're like I thought it was their mother-in-law, but I don't know who it is. Somebody they're like, they do this workout class with a bunch of ladies and their trainer is leaving. So we thought it'd be funny if we hired somebody one day to be a fake trainer and it'd be like the worst trainer ever as like an impractical joker style prank. Oh, that's funny. What if they're pranking yeah. you? Now yeah. that's prankception. Yeah. And you gotta I'm be, a, be aware that yeah. maybe they're pranking you. That'd be great because I'm filming the whole thing. I'm I'm bringing a friend who's saying uh, I'm gonna say that I'm like a content creator and trying to make a YouTube workout channel and like pitch it to Netflix one day. So yeah. then I so he can film the whole thing and I bought like wireless mics for myself. Uh, I got a I got a whole thing and I'll I'll send I'll tell you all about it and I'll send you the clips and stuff. But I got this shirt for my roommate that I'm gonna wear under this and take it off. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, half shirt. Really it's a crop top that says gays in the Lay's brand uh Lay's potato chip company. At least it wasn't uh, yeah. So I'm gonna say that it's uh it's laundry day, you know, and I had to <laughs> wear my gays t shirt. That's funny. So are the are the people gonna come out after and like we got your ass? Yeah, I don't know. So I, I was saying I'm I'm like That's gonna how many, how many how many what? workouts well so there's an actual trainer that's going to be there and she's in on the joke so she's gonna i'm gonna do a few things and then i'm gonna kind of have her run it and then i'm just gonna like talk to them like a couple one-on-one -on -one or two-on-one -on -one and be like you know so like i gotta do this uh or you know i'm dead uh you know because i'm so passionate uh but also i'm in like a lot of gambling debt and uh if, I, if this doesn't work uh I, i'll be killed <laughs> and like oh i was gonna say my name's city rick that's my stage name yeah. I go by City Rick. It's like because my real name uh, is Casey Anthony, and after you know 2006, that was not a good name to have. <laughs> uh, but I got a bunch of plans, so it should be should be fun. I'm kind of nervous. You but... you in like this yoga room, and you get up there, you wear the shirt, and you like you're all you got your sneakers on or whatever, but you just stand there and do open mic, like you just do stand up for 15 minutes. <laughs> what if I'm like really good at being a trainer, and then I quit everything else, uh, being a, a gay trainer? Yeah, it takes over and you just run it in 45 she, she's not going to show up oh I, I hope not but i'm, I'm only going to do it for like between like 15 20 ish minutes so you know it'd be a great idea for a reality show like a comedy reality show you or someone like you um we'll see if we can get ryan seacrest we'll 
you <laughs> we're often on the same auditions yeah you do a show a right to chris type you do a show where it's like you just show up to people's jobs and just see if you can wing it and do their job and just riff the whole time and just like just like mock their whole profession basically and be like i think hard. <laughs> i think i've thought of something like that called i could do that <laughs> that was the name of that that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I could I could probably do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Uh I was also I think I'm going to if this goes well, I might do several of these like prank things. Uh my next one is I'm going to get before I cut my hair, I want to get a tight jerry curl and go on dates with women and not tell and not update my hinge profile and get a little uh hidden camera and show up with like a mustache and a a perm and then be like <laughs> And like they'd have to say something about it, right? Like, yeah, 100%. oh, what's up with the hair? Like, oh, yeah, just trying, trying something new. <laughs> oh, that that would be good. Look Getting like into body. Though. Yeah, Armand, can you send me any any spare police body cams? Uh, yeah, I can steal my dad's if you want, and a gun just in case. And a gun, please. And a badge. Yeah. <laughs> I got <it> a badge. <laughs> can I join the force? <laughs> But yeah, so I'm really excited. I'll let you know how that goes tomorrow. I'm real nervous, but now uh I guess back to flatliners if you guys want to keep talking. <laughs> now it's funny that uh thing I noticed is that they're all like tackling these like past traumas, bad things that they've done. So these all all these people had to die and come back to essentially like go to therapy. Like that was that was the eighties, baby. Like we're not gonna get introspective unless my heart stops and I come back. Yeah, Julia Roberts clearly knew. They all knew what their traumas were. Mm, yeah, and they just decided to die for fame. Maybe they're like, we can't let him be the only one that dies. Yeah, it's so strange. I think it was Keeper Sutherland who wanted to die for fame. Same with maybe Billy Baldwin, but I don't know. Lovers, I think, just wanted to see her family. I might die for fame. What I forget about this movie, or people, even though I loved it, was like, you're going to die eventually, right? So it's not like you're missing out. It's not like you need to be like, it's my one chance to die. <laughs> and here's the thing. I got to see what like, happens. It's like, Science are going to love it. But yeah. it's also like when you die, does like, how long does this go on for? You know? Right. Well, that's the whole question. It's like, were they really dead? Was it like... You know, who knows? was it just like something that happened? It was the DMT, it? baby. Right. No, that's DMT? why I, I was disappointed with it because in when they when Kiefer was getting attacked by um, little Billy, little Billy, and then they, <laughs> and Kevin Bacon got attacked by little Bow Wow, <laughs> <laughs> and then Bacon saw Kiefer doing it to himself, like attacking himself. There was no person there. That really bummed me out. Doing I wanted it to himself. like. <laughs> Was like there was there's physical the the dad physically came back and hurt them but then we find out that that right. was not the case and that was like the, all the mysticism was gone i'm like all right these guys are just fucking nuts because they they're brain damaged they died for three yeah. minutes yeah, well, but, speak- but but billy was dead do you think he was one of those ghosts like in ghosts that can actually touch shit mm. No, I don't. Th- I think that was all in Keeper's head. It wasn't all in Keeper's yeah. head. Well, 
crazy. That's what I thought, but then it I was disappointed when it was Kiefer fucking nailing himself. So the <laughs> speaking of nailing yourself, uh, when they show uh, Julia Roberts' dad in the bathroom, he's like a war veteran that comes back, and eventually we find out he's addicted to heroin. But at first, we <laughs> see we see him with his back turned in the bathroom, and I thought he was just snapping one off in there. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then he, exact same thing. Like, and then he's so he, like, you can't go in there. <laughs> don't, and he's so upset that he can't bust, and he just goes and shoots himself in the head. <laughs> I've I've been there. <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> You're just like, what? what's it even all this about? No, he didn't even shoot himself. He was just so pent up full of cum that it just shot out of his head. <laughs> Bullet hole style. His head just exploded. Your head in my ass. But so the whole thing they have, to, the way they solve their problems is to uh, make amends. Uh, Kevin Bacon apologized to the little girl that they made fun of. Um, they kind of just, the people with dead people make, they just forgive themselves, basically. Like, dude, yeah. all this movie could have been solved in five minutes in any therapy session. Yeah. Opening, like, or if they just talk to each other, like, yeah, at yeah. All. yeah, that bothered me too. Was when um, the first guy clearly brought something back with him, and they're doing this like in the name of science. They're all very like, what's the word? Um, they're cerebral. They're analytical. They're honest. Like, they're trying to like. They're, they're like the whole point of this is to look for weird shit. Yeah. And then something weird happens, and he's like, I don't need to tell them about this. <laughs> yeah. This is my own thing. Well, let them, <laughs> yeah. little, let them little, try it. A little boy beat the shit out of me somewhere dark. Like, something's going on. Even before that, he's like, thinks he hears, like, electricity, he's and there's, dog. like, dogs. And... Yeah. Yeah. Does, does... Is he alone at the car for some reason? Yeah. But, but William, a.k.a. Billy Baldwin, he does not make amends, I don't think. Does he? Or he just, like... I think he does because I think he he's sorry and he he realized what he did when his wife leaves him. And I think his moment too was he like kind of sacrifices his school career to help Julia Louis Dreyfus. Oh yeah, Julia Louis Dreyfus, (laughs) Julia Roberts as a friend. Yeah. Wait, I didn't even think of that. That he leaves when she freaks out. She freaks out and they're like on the fence and he's like, fuck it or whatever. The professor says like, if you leave, you're done. And he's like, he thinks about it and he's like, fuck it. And then chases after he just goes to help his her. friend. That was like kind of his little moment. I didn't, they didn't make it clear, but self-sacrifice. looking back, the Wikipedia said that once his fiance broke up with him, he stopped seeing <clears throat> the, uh, the visions or the videos of him fucking other women. Uh, but the, te- the movie did not make it clear. No, so in theory, he was the first one to make amends. No, I think the bacon thing happened first. Yeah, he figured it out. It was because of the kids. Uh, I like that scene. That I was telling Leahy. One of my favorite parts of the movie was when Kevin Bacon goes to see the girl all grown up, and at first she's kind of you get the sense that she's like doesn't even know what he's talking about, you know? Because you're like, okay, maybe it's in his head only, right? Mm -hmm. Like she doesn't even give a shit. And then there's that thing of like the daughter leaves and she, her tone shifts and you can tell that like it did fuck her up. And then you're like, okay, we're back. Now it's real. Well, the mm-hmm. funny thing too, is that like, like how did Kevin Bacon not put it together that, that the girl who was bombarding him on the subway was this, was her daughter. It wasn't her daughter, but they, it was like the same. No, I think it was the same actress. I think they don't was, all look the same Armand. Jesus yeah. I, I don't think the same, the same actress. I swear. No, I believe that. 
because I, <laughs> I think not, Eric and I are. No, I don't think it was the daughter uh, though. So I was. It wasn't confused. the daughter, but it was the same actress. I don't hey. know. <laughs> I take it easy. I don't see color or kids, so <laughs> I'm, they're all different. <laughs> out there but i saw i saw that kid i wonder if any people uh from my childhood ever like look at my stuff online and be like man we really fucked him up good huh <laughs> <laughs> they watch my act and they're like oh boy i should make amends like i love how uh, kevin bacon called her mom like found her mom's number and then her mom was just quick to be like Oh yeah, some random stranger that went to high school. My daughter or grammar school. My daughter. Yeah, here. This is where she lives. Hey, was man, that was the eighties. You could do anything back then. You could film. You could film yourselves having sex with women. Yeah, you could or, film yourselves killing each other and then mm-hmm. <laughs> be famous. All no, right, I think it was the same actress, but I think it would have been more powerful if it was. Yeah, I thought it was, and I thought it was they did that on purpose. And he sees her in real life. And he just starts beating the shit out of her when he goes to the, the mom's house. Yeah. Or he starts going in on her and the little kid's like, wait, what? She, he goes, your face in my ass, little turd ass, fart heaven. It's the same actress that Bacon was bullying. I think that's it. Yeah. Maybe Let it go, dude. Being a Kevin Bacon looking head ass. Look at you. Okay. Ass. I thought it was a little bow wow, so. Fart breath, bitch tits. <laughs> I was waiting for honestly since it was made in the nineties. I was kind of waiting for that. I thought to come out. I thought I thought she was gonna call him the N word for a second. She probably could have. I mean, with the way he moves, you know. <laughs> with the way he moves. <laughs> see him on the dance floor. <laughs> She's like, I just watch Footloose, and I want to say, you dance like a real N word. <laughs> But it's okay because she's eight years old and black, so she can say that. <laughs> I just rented this movie, and uh, let me tell you. I'm picturing the, the white people on the subway still laughing. And laughing. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was on this moving job, and I was working with a dude, and he was uh, not white, maybe maybe black or Dominican or something. And we were talking, and... Uh, I know New York, baby. And he had a white... We Our client was white. And we were back at the truck and the guy's like, yeah, man, he just told me when I was, when I was up there, he's like, I don't know how, how you N words do this every time. And I go, he said that. And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, he said the N word. And he goes, oh no, he didn't say that part. And I was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. Just slipped it in there. I'm like, I'm like, that would have been hilarious if this like skinny white dude in a tie dye t-shirt is just slipping in N words and casual <laughs> conversation to his movers oh wait so, so he was telling the story and he just like swapped it in for you guys or something yeah, yeah. you know That's... y'all 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 words oh and... i thought he swapped it in for quotations n words quotations like the like the crazy the... <laughs> yeah crazy rich n words is that that's a good <laughs> oh, God. all right cut it off <laughs> Shame but... is the best thing yes yeah. but uh, but yeah, that that cracked me up, and then also too that the fact that he lo- he, uh, put me in the group, and said I I was also with him and the other N words. That, really that, that, that really made me happy. I'm like yeah, and then I say it, and everyone's like freaking out, yeah. <laughs> and I get fired. I'm like, <laughs> what a gig. 
Did you know that I was watching the credits? Kevin Bacon's character's name's Lebro <laughs> Lebrachio or Lebrochio yeah. or something. It made it very confusing. Oh, so she called him Palacio because of his last name, right? Yeah, Shakespeare. I don't know why you keep going. I don't know where you get that from. <laughs> who are who are the big Shakespeare actors? You mean Romeo, the, Juliet, the characters, characters, Ro Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Yeah. <laughs> what? Frozen pants. And <laughs> no, I know what you mean. How and Howard Stern. Names are like that, like <laughs> Horatio or Loretio. Or Fellatio. The Fellatio was. It's, it's close. It's well, close. The, I mean, uh, the Greeks probably invented uh, <laughs> uh, Fellatio, which has nothing to do with Shakespeare, really. I believe he was he was Roman, right? They invented all the ways. They invented those. You know, Shakespeare invented a bunch of words. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think you had Romulus and Remus. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not Romulus sucking on the teats of a mother wolf over hmm. here. But whatever. I always felt like I was more um, of a Remus. A milky Irish mother wolf. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the nipple doesn't come all the way out. Like when your buttons on the remote get sticky and they kind of <laughs> stick in there. <laughs> That's such a good visual. Thank you. Just thought of that one. That feeling where you can't, can't get them. They're just little rubber nubs. Mm-hmm. Man, <laughs> Eric be horny. <laughs> yeah, like push it hard, open pops out. Oh, bad. I like, I like the idea of you saying that at the movie theater out loud. You look around, like, <laughs> look at people. I'm like, uh, and and we have to sit six feet apart, so I'm like leaning over, like, hey, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> more like Eric be horny. They're like, who's <laughs> Eric? You have to point to yourself. <laughs> well, he's got his name tag on. <laughs> well, also they don't know him. And then they camera camera pans down to name tag back up to me. <laughs> Eric B. Period. Dude, that's like the time I went and saw like Deadpool two alone uh, at the movie theater, and I I think I took a bunch of painkillers and then brought a pillow in to hold, and a guy a guy who was sitting right next to me got up and moved <laughs> because I was like oh in the seat. <laughs> Like he, he like didn't want to sit next to me as I uh passed away. I remember seeing the Irishman in a like opening night at a theater in Chicago and it was packed. Like, Why I, would you see the Irishman opening night? I because my parents like bought tickets or something and they came movie. in and it's packed every like by oversold fire hazard, like literally every single seat, crazy packed, and we're there. And my dad has no one next to him. He has an empty seat for something. There's like the only one in the house, right? The movie's about to start. Some college guy comes in with his big backpack and like a big coat, comes down the aisle with like his snacks and like takes the spot, right? Totally normal. Like the guy, you know, we're all packed in there like sardines. And my dad being so dramatic, out loud, passive aggressive is like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> like, this kid did something wrong. <laughs> Poor dirty kid just wants to see this movie. And my dad's mad at him for like <laughs> taking the last seat. He starts stabbing him like Pesci and Goodfellas. <laughs> in the trunk. Oh, wait, another good bit from that was uh we're watching the movie and in the back by us this group of dudes that are like clearly like enthusiasts of Goodfellas or like love just like Italian like gangster stuff. And they're laughing hysterically at all the uh all the like uh, mobster isms, you know, like just the kind of like, you know, I've, I've said blah 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 blah, like that type of shit. And my mom didn't understand. She's like, "Why are they laughing? Like, what? 
what are they on drugs? Like, why are they laughing? We're like, no, they just, they're just Italian. They just love like all that shit. <laughs> no, they're just dumb. They're just dumb people. Uh, probably on drugs. I did, yeah. a I did a show recently and this kid brought in, um, he was like a super Italian guy from, I think either Pennsylvania or Jersey. And he had brought like 40 people like to the show at, at a comedy club. And then I go up later and I do my joke about how my parents and I watched all the mafia or all the Godfather movies. And we got into the Italianisms. Like my mom made meatballs. My dad hit my mom. Like that was the, and I was like, whether you guys like that or not, you got to admit it was pretty brave to do it in a room full of 40 uh, Jersey Italians. You're going to, uh, they're going to kiss me on both my cheeks after <laughs> both, both my butt cheeks. <laughs> Joey, baby. You love kiss me. That is a funny, funny trait. Yeah, that's why. Uh, oh, wait, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me the butt cheeks. I'm gonna kiss her. I'm gonna kiss her the butt cheeks. I want to kiss her the butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the way of showing respect. <laughs> <laughs> Back when I was growing up, people kissed each other on the ass. Now, I got a new program I'd like to start where we uh, get people with anger issues to pound people's chests that are close to death uh i think it could apparently save people's lives if you just start <laughs> punching someone in their heart they wake up and lonely horny people can do cpr yeah i'll kiss him you hit him done <laughs> kiss and hit called punch and hump <laughs> give him the lips of life dude <laughs> It's my butt cheeks. Locks of did you did you hear the uh the old joke that was a uh, a man's wife was in a coma and uh for a long time and the doctor pulls him aside eventually goes, Hey, this is a long shot, but uh there's been recent studies that oral sex can stimulate the parts of the brain uh that could maybe, you know, bring her out of this. And he goes, Yeah, okay, I'll give it a shot. Uh, you know, a few minutes later the heart flatlines. All the nurses come in. They go, "What happens?" He goes, "I don't know. She must have choked." <laughs> <laughs> Tell that on stage. It's a classic, classic street joke. There's so many good ones. <laughs> um, cool. You guys want to dive into some connections? Yeah. Cool. I mean, one from Keith or Sutherland. I think. Uh, I. I think after Lost Boys, the curse was broken and he decided to get into medicine, but he's fascinated by death um, because he couldn't die for so long. And so now he wants to try it. And uh, now he's a, a weird Lost Boys looking ass doctor just trying to trying to die, trying to come. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to go. He's trying to come. <laughs> Is that Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta go before you can come. <laughs> Dude, have you guys listened to the audiobook yet? Yeah, not all of it, but it's the he, three different points in his life. He talks about how he makes like a life changing decision because he had a wet dream. Like that's in the book. Uh, and he goes, <laughs> he's like, I was at a standstill in my life. And then I had a dream where I was floating down the Amazon River covered in snakes. And then I came. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> he goes, and that's when I knew. 
to to go on like two separate like life changing trips and to marry his wife he just he had wet dreams and that's that's where that's he follows his uh his come to decide where he's gonna go (laughs) (laughs) he's great dude he's the smartest guy alive is that why he did failure to launch he just he had a wet dream and then Mm -hmm. so i'm talking about uh i think that um What's his name? The the nerdy nerdy looking ass doctor. Um, Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt. I think he. Uh, I think he he got out of the business. This was too much for him. He was all shook up, and he uh, starts driving limos, uh, for one, Mister Macintosh, and meets kid with a blank check who also gets to spit in an adult's mouth at that movie. <laughs> Gotta learn from someone. Mm-hmm. That's not the same guy, is it? Who? Same the, the 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 limo driver in that is is the same guy as Oliver Platt. It is. Yeah. No way, dude. It's it absolutely is, right? Am I crazy? I'm looking that I, up. I if it is, that's I awesome. I think you're crazy, dude. No. I'm looking this up. That's awesome if that's true. Yeah, I'm telling you, you're crazy. No, I'm not even saying it's not true. I just need to. <clears throat> Rerated search. Go to IMDb, my man. But you see all oh, it could movies. be. It looks like him. Yeah, oh, I mean, it looks just like him. You put a blank check. It's not him. Yeah. Oh, is Henry the guy? Holy shit, you fucking blew it. Damn it. He looks just like him. Yeah, he does. It's crazy how much he looks like him. I think he stayed in the business and he is a doctor he in Tony. Chicago. <laughs> is he in Chicago? He's in Chicago, man. He's yeah. he's, he's uh, a doctor. Oh. Dr. John Kimball. Have you ever met him? Fugitive. Uh, I've never met him, but I've seen him. <laughs> Dude, you should tell him that uh, we're big fans of his uh, his work and that he's a pussy for not flatlining. <laughs> yeah, what if should, I should? I kind of want to tell him that one of these days. Go punch him in the penis and say, What's up, you <laughs> bitch? Pussy for not nice bow tie. You would think that's funny, I bet. I'd grab your crotch and go, I got a flat line for you right here, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give you like 50 bucks if you actually say that to him. Yeah, would, 50 bucks to lose your job. It's worth it. <laughs> that's funny. Maybe don't call him a pussy. It's a good like, thing that Netflix and Amazon are making a bunch of shows because, like, if I get banned from NBC, at least I can call back to those. <laughs> yeah, dude. Good, good riddance. Get off <laughs> network television while you still can <laughs> before they lock you in forever. <laughs> And uh, maybe I think, I think Julia Roberts is she had um, I think after obviously she has some daddy issues because like her dad killed himself and he was a heroin addict, so I think she became <laughs> okay. So I think she made that seem very so I think low she, key. So I think she became a prostitute mm. and then met a rich man who changed her life and then he paid for her to go to um, oh. To meet Danny Ocean to rob casinos. Yes. She falls in love with Gray Fox, Richard Gere, has a thing for gray hair. Yep. Sees Danny Ocean oh, in yeah. on that escalator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danny Ocean jo- comes shorts. What's your favorite escalator scene? Uh, Ocean's. Mallrats is good. Rain Man has a great escalator scene. Yeah, my friend Griffin and I shot a Rain Man coming down the escalator scene. Really? That's dope. Where yeah. at? I'll send it to you in Vegas. Please. I love it. 
Was this the recent Vegas trip? Uh, even uh, what's it called? Uh, what's the? This is gonna piss me off. The Vegas trip bachelor party hangover. 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 Yeah. Oh, they do an escalator. Yeah, they do an escalator. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> Man. Well, cool. You guys got any more uh, connects? I think Kevin Bacon maybe started med school after uh, leaving that one horse town, dancing around. Um, clearly, he learned his moves uh, in the city uh, with some uh, some cool um, African Americans teaching him some cool moves. And he moves to the sticks. They don't know what to think of this this black honky. And <laughs> <laughs> and then he uh, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna be a doctor, but first I got to get my rock climbing gear. I get to get into my home. Was he in um was Kevin Bacon in Tremors? Oh yeah. I was uh this this gal that I was like the last uh, who I was seeing like a month or two ago, we were hooking up in a hotel. She had gotten a hotel because her apartment situation sucked for a minute. And we were hooking up in the hotel and the TV was on, it was Tremors. And she, we get in like reverse uh, cowgirls to where she's facing the TV. And at a certain point she goes, I can't watch this movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Cause there's a big, like weird wormy thing in Kevin yeah. Bacon. And it uh, looks, it uh, looks like Mr. Miyagi, but it's not. I was picturing you, like you're on the bottom. She's facing the TV and you're just like, she's into it. And you're just like peeking around watching the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we gotta turn this off. One for Baldwin, I think he, uh, I think word got out of what they did, and they kind of got a little famous. And then, um, so then, because he was famous, people wanted Billy Baldwin's good-looking ass to be in a movie. So then he, or a TV show, or whatever, became an actor, and then he started working on crime scenes, scene of the crime, with uh, Sarah Marshall. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Connected to getting Sarah Marshall. Wow. Yeah, he he sent in his sex tapes as his audition tapes, and he goes, "Hey, I got I got all range. I can have sex with black women, white women, Chinese women. That's all I'm talking about." Yeah. Well, Armand, I can't wait to hear uh, the conclusion to what the Flatliners uh, reboot slash sequel, I guess, is about. I'm, I'm for sure gonna finish it. Um, probably tomorrow because or maybe tonight you know before I go to sleep but why not after watching it tonight it definitely wants making me want to go back and finish the second one for sure yeah I might watch it you should we should all watch it yeah um well cool well it's getting late over here we're probably a little over an hour and uh this was fun check out Flatliners if you haven't seen it already it's on uh Hulu I think premium uh, we yeah. got that. We got that kind of, kind of cash, and uh, yeah, give it a shot. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Peace out. Bye.